This is Retirement Talk. I'm Dal Lowry. Episode 18, Retirement Without Guilt. She was dressed in black, sitting in a rocker. I tried to think of what she must see. Her neighbors walking slowly down the road, carrying this coffin to the grave. And then this big American Express bus with American tourists. She must wonder as to make sense of the entire thing. We had rounded a curve at the edge of a small village and the road was blocked by this small knot of perhaps 50 citizens walking behind a coffin. We slowed and respectfully followed them to where they turned into the cemetery. I remember so vividly looking out the window at this procession and then at the older woman sitting on a tiny porch. We were 15 Americans and Europeans dressed in shorts, t-shirts, and sunglasses, sitting in an air-conditioned, tinted window, American Express bus, thousands of miles from home, traveling down this small, twisty road. We were in Greece, on our way to Epidaurus, a famous ancient Greek theater, to see a play by Euripides. This happened more than 30 years ago, but I can still see it as if it were yesterday. The woman dressed in black had probably spent her entire life in this village, rarely venturing far. We, in contrast, were born to ramble, travel to the far corners of the earth, see and learn, take pictures and get diarrhea. I'm not sure who had the better life. My education or culture had taught me little about the benefits of sitting still. Many of us approach retirement with the idea that we must keep busy. We must continue to be active. We must get another job, volunteer, golf, or travel. We believe that we must be up and doing as long as we live. What of those that wish to sit down, enjoy life's moments, breathe deep, walk the beach, rock in the chair? Are they to be scorned, disdained, or smiled at as plain fools? Who speaks for those who wish to let go? One of my favorite quotes by Thoreau that I'll get fairly close is, As I lie idly drifting on Walden Pond, I cease to think and begin to be. Here is a classic example of one who learned the pleasure of pausing and not feeling guilty about it, but actually proud of it. Why don't you get up and do something with your life, was one of my father's favorite sayings. My sophomore English teacher, Mrs. Cockins, required that we memorize these lines from a Longfellow poem. Let us then be up and doing with a heart for any fate, still achieving, still pursuing, learn to labor and to wait. Unchecked, this notion can create a giant sense of guilt. Work becomes the elixir of life. We must always be productive. And what of life during retirement? Must we continue being productive or busy? I recall standing at the door to my classroom years ago, almost 20 years ago. Classes were passing, 
and I was talking to a young teacher who taught next door to me. He was worried about his contract being terminated. The pipeline boom had ended in Alaska, and people were leaving the state. The staff had to be cut. My wife and I liked our jobs, but we didn't need the job. Not anything like the teacher who worked next door. I decided to look seriously at the money. We were not rich and really did need to provide food, clothing, and shelter along with the basic amenities of which we had grown accustomed. But that was all. We did not have need for nearly as much money as we had imagined. We would only need to provide for basic expenses, taxes, insurance, etc. Our children were now either in college or beyond. It was time for them to become financially responsible for themselves. It would probably be better for them and us if they were to achieve financial independence. We needed to let go, and they needed to go on. What would we do if we retired? I was 44 years old. Brenda was 41. Everyone told us we were too young to retire. We could or should feel guilty. We had to work. It was a given. But we did not want to work at a job. And on top of that, we did not want to feel guilty about making that decision. Sometimes I think we need to slow down. Not because we are older, but because we are wiser. We have learned the beauty of not rushing life. Alaska is a big place. The mountains, valleys, and distances. Whenever we were going hiking or skiing, an old neighbor of ours used to advise us, if you want to get there quickly, you'd better slow down. The picture of that older, silver-haired lady sitting on a porch in Greece keeps coming back to me. Perhaps there is nothing wrong with sitting on a porch, practicing the art of being. You can listen to all of our programs by going to www.retirementtalk.org. This is Del Lowry.